the Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter. No matter how you describe her, she's the most powerful consumer in the country. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Ritan, president at Lola Red, as she chats with those in the know so that your business can grow. Now, please welcome our host of Purse Strings, Maria Ritan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Ritan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer of the country. That's the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, first up, uh, a very timely study I wanted to share with you around Hispanic millennials and financial services. This article coming currently courtesy of Jose Vila with Census Agency. It's uh, found this article on Media Post Engage Hispanics blog. And uh, Jose Vila was talking about his Hispanic Millennial Project Research Study entitled Hispanic Millennials and Financial Services. And they were looking at Hispanic Millennials specifically around the topics of banking, savings, financial well-being, and emerging technology, financial services. And um, we know Hispanics are growing... uh, by leaps and bounds is becoming very soon the dominant uh, demographic here in the United States. And millennials is one of the largest uh, segments as well. So Hispanic millennial segment continues to be critically important for all industries um, and also happens to be, according to Jose Vila, one of the most misunderstood consumer demographics, especially when it comes to financial matters. So here's what his Hispanic millennial survey found. That finances are important uh, to Hispanic millennials, but as a means to an end, not an an end in itself. Younger Hispanics have a pragmatic approach to money and are more responsible than, say, older Hispanics. Hispanic millennials take a conscientious approach to finances in line with post-recessionary consumer trends and rooted in Hispanic cultural norms. Mr. Vila also says that the American dream particularly in the form of home ownership, is alive and well with Hispanic millennials. However, realizing that dream and how they plan to do it is a little less clear. There's some points of tension in this um, research project as well when it comes to characterizing the financial attitudes of Hispanic millennials. Um, They do have higher debt levels, but they want to be debt-free like all of us. A desire for more education on financial topics is really interesting to them. However, they are proudly self-taught and feeling like they are self-sufficient in terms of finances. So there's a bit of tension there, but also opportunity and a desire for traditional relationship-based banking while at the same time embracing digitally-based financial options. Um, So those of you in the financial sector who are listening today, you might want to take another look at your approach to Hispanic millennials. Thank you, Mr. Vila, for the research data on that topic. Our first profile today is the Nicole Miller Networker. She's a woman in her late 40s to 50s, self-employed, running a small to mid-sized business, working, of course, full-time, making more than 60000 a year, and parent to children in high school and college. There's 1.6 million of these women out there, as I mentioned, um, average age of about 45. Very influenced by fashion, likes to stand out in the crowd, ambitious and motivated, wants to get to the very top of her career. It's important to her what her parent, what her family thinks of her. It's important also for her to juggle a variety of tasks. If she didn't, I guess she wouldn't get everything done. She likes to live in the moment and take it 
manage of life and how she spends her time, she says, is more important than money. Uh, although what she does is a career and not just a job. Um, she's open to trying new things. That's everything from new stores to new styles. And she will switch things up based on novelty and change. Where is she shopping? Well, she's shopping in Taylor, Bloomingdale's, Calvin Klein, Nordstrom's, and Herberger's, just to name a few. She's driving a Lincoln, a Lexus, a Volvo, and a Toyota. And uh, when it comes to media, she's reading a collective mix, everything from People Magazine to Architectural Digest to Entrepreneur Magazine, Better Homes and Garden, and In Style. Online, she's doing research at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, eBay, Travelocity, and iVillage are all very popular with this particular woman. Well, my guest today knows a lot about this particular woman, uh, especially when it comes to finances. Joanne Eisenhardt is a PhD. She's also the Senior Vice President of Human Resources, Facilities, and Philanthropy for Northwestern Mutual. And I'm excited to have Joanne today. Um, each and every year, Northwestern Mutual conducts uh, a research survey. This particular one this year has been around the research of how women define success. And I think the findings will be very enlightening for you today, especially those of you who are interested in the inner workings of a woman's mind when it comes to work-life balance and money matters. So stick around. Um, Looking forward to the conversation with Joe Eisenhart when Purse Strings returns after the break. Purse Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Women. Once again, here's Maria Retan. Welcome back. Joining me today is Joanne Eisenhart. She's a PhD and Senior Vice President of Human Resources, Facilities, and Philanthropy for Northwestern Mutual. Joanne, I'm really excited to have you on the program today. Welcome. Thanks, Maria. I'm really excited to be here. 
Well, you have a very impressive job title. So um, a lot of times I know job titles isn't necessarily commiserate with what you actually do. So I would love for you to take a moment and share with all the listeners today about your position there at Northwestern Mutual. Sure, I'd be happy to. So as you said, I'm the, the Senior Vice President. I have human resources, our facilities, and our strategic philanthropy all under my sort of umbrella. And sort of the unifying principle for these departments is engagement. And we mean engagement in that sense, in the broadest sense of our employees, of our field force, of our community, and of our clients. So as an example, we're building a new building right now, uh, and that's largely under our facilities organization. That group, as we're designing it, we're focusing on how do we bring the community into that building? How do we use it with our employees to create the right environment where the employees feel engaged and they can contribute their best? How do we invite our community in? How do we um, utilize our strategic philanthropy so we're creating meaningful change in our neighborhoods? And as important for our signature cause, childhood cancer. So you can see there's this woven in thread of engaging a broad uh, array of people and individuals that fits underneath the, the groups that I run. Oh, my goodness. You just have a little bit to do every single day, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> yeah, I have to go outside and build part of that building right now. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't asked you to do that, too. No, it, it, clearly you're very good at your job, and you're very good at juggling, as most women are, apparently. Um, you've also, in reading your bio, dedicated yourself to supporting women, leadership, and power in large corporations. And uh, one, there are many reasons why I'm excited to have you on, but the primary reason, of course, is this study that um, Northwestern Mutual does each and every year. Uh, you look at a variety of issues, um, the elements of success study you commissioned to discover, um, as I understand it, how women define success and achievement in our lives. And it really includes 25 variables, um, which were considered in the study. Um, things like uh, finances, health, wellness, career, family relationships, and friendships. So lots of things that you were looking at. Um, um, and it really resulted in what looks to be some very startling insights. First, can you verify that I got all of that right, number one? And if you want to expand on, on the study itself and how you approached it, feel free to do that. And then if you could just share some of those top-line insights with us. I know the listeners would be captivated to learn what you, what you understood out of that. Sure, I'm happy to. So it was a really exciting study, and it gave us insight, as you've mentioned, into the things that women value the most and how they define success. And one of the key findings, as you mentioned, there are 25 variables, and people were able to select the ones that were most important to them as they define success. And we found that women view success through a really wide-ranging lens and encompasses multiple dimensions. Um, the, most, the three most important aspects of successful women, though, that came out were first and foremost being happy, um, however women defines being happy. Um, but feeling happy, of course, is critically important to success. Having enough money to pay the bills uh, was the second most important, and being healthy was the third most important. So those are kind of the top three findings of what women would uh, contribute to them feeling successful. Additionally, three out of four women said they were happy in their lives, and I think that's really good news to have three out of four saying being happy is important and they feel happy. Um, having said that, though, the bad news is that not that many women feel uh, particularly successful. Um, there are a number of factors that play into this. Um, for example, only 45% of the women said they've achieved their financial goals, and one in four don't see themselves as successful when it comes to financial matters. 
So even if you're happy, um, there are clearly still some areas of concern for women uh, with respect Mm. to feeling successful. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I do. I applaud all of us, those three out of four who feel happy, however you define happy, which I think would be an interesting study in itself. But, <laughs> I <agree>. <laughs> but I find it, I find that that list interesting that happy tops it. Having enough money to pay the bills to me is really insightful because You know, I I think pre-2008, I wonder if the answer, and you may even know the answer to this, not to put you on the spot, you don't have to answer this, but I wonder if it's more, it was more about having money in the bank, you know, about Mm. savings, you know, whereas since the recession, and which many of us are still debating on whether or not we're still in one or still pulling out from one, is to have enough to cover the bills. I mean, that's really enlightening. And then to have health after that. Mm -hmm. I mean, wow. Yeah, and it's interesting, some of the additional aspects that were in like the top 10 um, included things like owning a home, Um, so that was number four as most important, having close friendships, obviously very important, number six was having enough money to do the things I love, such as travel, so you know, it's kind of the hierarchy of needs, first I need to pay my bills, and then I need to own a home, and then um, do the things I love, such as travel, so I think, I think you, you know, what you said about the, um, the grand recession impacting how people are thinking about money is probably uh, very consistent with what we found in this study. Yeah. Well, and what's interesting too is, um, you know, you talked about how women necessarily feeling successful despite three out of four feeling happy. I'm Mm -hmm. curious um, why that is. I mean, do you feel like we're our own worst critics maybe, and maybe we're standing in our own way of achieving our vision of success or is it something else that's attributing to us not feeling extremely successful? You know, I, I think you're really right that we stand in the way of achieving our own vision of success. And, and a couple of things come to mind. Uh, there is another research study, not one that we did at Northwestern Mutual, but um, other folks have studied when you apply for a job um, that women won't apply for a job unless they meet all of the criteria listed on the job description. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever written a job description, but if you have, you know that you generally write down absolutely everything that you'd want, who is the ideal perfect candidate, whether that person even exists or not. But you put everything in that job description that you would like to find. You'll never find that person. But that study showed that men will apply for a position even if they only have 50 or 60% of the requirements but women won't do it unless we basically have all of them. So we kind of hold ourselves to a standard at times that gets in our own way. Um, And so we can't really necessarily feel successful because maybe we won't take that risk to apply for something at the off chance that we aren't the perfect candidate um, and therefore that we may not succeed in getting it. So I I think that's, um, we do get in our own way. Uh-huh, we do. And I've I've heard about that research before, and I find it fascinating. Um, it's part of the reason I think a lot of people argue that women, um, you know, don't rise through the ranks as quickly as men. You know, part mm-hmm. of it is they don't, um, they don't opt in for those jobs because, again, right. uh, to what you said is they don't see themselves being successful in it, although a man would be the first to raise his hand to say, oh, I feel I can do that. I may never have right. done it before, but I know I can be successful at it. Uh, but what I liked about um, what you had to say is um, in looking at the results of the survey is you're encouraging women to create a plan right? Mm-hmm. A plan focused on finding out what they truly love, because I think if we're doing what we love, I mean, that's going to play into how successful we feel about it. 
And how do you recommend listeners begin this whole initiative of creating a plan? I mean, it sounds super easy, but I'm sure it's a much more complex thing than any of us might expect. You know, and I think the first and foremost, what I would recommend is that women don't try to do everything at once, um, but try to do one or two things at once, right? Um, So I kind of think of New Year's, and I don't know if you make resolutions. I, I tend to try not to because of... Um, wanting to be realistic about what I can accomplish, but you've seen people who create a New Year's resolution to lose weight, spend more time with their family, save money for a vacation, eat better, give up desserts, read a book a week, go to the gym three times a week, et cetera, et cetera. And at the end of the day, when you say, I'm going to do six things or eight things or ten things, it gets so overwhelming that you almost don't do anything. So I think step one in a, in a plan is identify one thing, maybe two things that you want to accomplish to find out what you love or to do something that you think you'd love. Um, so to develop the plan then, in addition to identifying what it is, find a person or another sort of resource that can help you make it happen. So for example, if you run to run a marathon, I've run marathons before, I love running, find a running partner who can help keep you committed to, find, to doing that. You know, go online and find a step-by-step marathon training plan. So that's a way of accomplishing that plan. Um, finances. We've been talking about finances a good bit. Um, if you want to get your finances in order, find a financial rep that you can trust, who can understand you and your goals, who can help you develop a step-by-step plan for financial security. So I think it's it just some, a couple easy steps. First, identify a goal, or maybe two, but not 15. Um, next, <laughs> find an expert or another resource that can help you with that goal. Then develop that step-by-step plan to reach it, and, and then go do it and follow mm-hmm. the plan. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Because it feels very achievable when you talk about it that way. Very achievable. Well, and in fact, the Elements of Success study uh, resulted in your initiative, the, the Northwestern Mutual Initiative, which you labeled a hashtag women, woman with a plan. And it really honors the accomplishments of women who have found success through dedication and preparation and taking those first small steps and achieving their dreams. Uh, talk a little bit, if you would, about how many women you've honored today date and what you feel they all have in common. I'm happy to do so. So to date, we've honored 14 amazing women, um, and their paths to success have been completely different, but they do have one thing in common, and that's what we've been talking about, which is dedication to a plan to reach their goals. Their plans may have evolved over time, and the goals may evolve. I certainly know mine have over my lifetime, but the accomplishments are real, and none of them are done yet, so they're continuing to make plans. Um, And the tagline that we're using for the campaign is really important, and it's nothing can stop a woman with a plan. And for Mm me, I feel feel powerful just saying that statement, and it feels like, you know, I kind of, I've got this, I know who I am, I know what I need to do, and I'm going to use these tools to help me create my vision of success. So I think that's pretty cool. I think it's very cool. Very, very cool. And we're going to talk about some of these cool women, too, when we take a break. We do, unfortunately, have to cut away for the people who pay for this program and take a break no and hear problem. from them. But when we come back, uh, we'll hear more from Joe. And, and Joe, have you share maybe a couple of stories about these fabulous women at the 14 that you've honored to date. So stick around, everyone. More from Joe and Northwestern Mutual when we return after the break. First Drinks will be right back after a word for advertisers. 
Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. All-inclusive marketing is the luxurious five-star resort of digital marketing. Welcome to All-Inclusive Marketing. Engage with All-Inclusive Marketing's award-winning strategists to ramp up your online profitability and brand exposure, driving new customer acquisitions, increased sales, and stronger buyer retention. Another mojito, please? All-Inclusive Marketing's full-service digital and performance marketing accommodates every brand, specializing in retail, travel, and software as a service. What a great room. The A in All-Inclusive Marketing means award-winning winning leadership, excellence and results, as well as an A rating by the Better Business Bureau. For reach, engagement, and conversion, it's all-inclusive marketing. Reserve a free consultation today at allinclusivemarketing.com slash radio. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point, click, and it's live in real time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point, click, and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Retan. Welcome back. I've been chatting today with Joanne Eisenhart. She's the Senior Vice President of Human Resources, Facilities, and Philanthropy for Northwestern Mutual. And we've been talking about the results of their Elements of Success study, which looked at women across 25 variables um, and how these women felt that they contributed to their overall feeling of success. And what was really interesting about this is being happy, uh, having enough money to pay the bills and being healthy were the three things that really topped that list. And we've been talking quite a bit about how that study then stimulated an initiative uh, called hashtag woman with a plan with the rallying cry. You can't stop a woman with a plan. And the fact is, it's really easy to start a plan. I Identify one or two things that you want to achieve so you can keep it easy to execute. Find a resource and an expert to help you along the way um, just to get that started. And um, Joanne, I know you were talking that there have been 14 women that you've honored so far who all have the one thing in common. They, they started with a plan and they've come a long way. If you would, talk a little bit about some of those women and share their stories with us because they're very inspirational. Absolutely. So first of all, the women range from entrepreneurs, artists, teachers, mountain climbers, basketball coaches, moms, you name it. And so that's what's really neat about the the, uh, work that we're doing. They're just like women we all know. Our families, our friends. Um, And here are a couple of examples. So Kimberly Gills, um, Gilles, G-I-L-L-E-S, is a teacher out of California, and she was awarded the 2014 National Education Association Teaching Excellence Award. Um, And the cool thing about what she's doing is she's dedicated to putting kids on a track for success for the rest of their lives. 
Then there's a Pamela and Anderson, who's an accomplished artist, and she saw a gap in the marketplace. And so seeing a gap, what did she do? She stepped into it. She took matters in her own hand, and she launched her own kitchen hardware business called Contemporary Pool. So each of the women we featured have been inspirational, such as Pamela and Kimberly, and I just love reading about them and learning about them. Oh, there's so, I mean, and that's just two of the, I mean, that's just two of the 14. And there are many others that you can actually go on and read more about. But, and you're also asking women to share their stories, correct? You're kind of recruiting today as well. Talk about how, if women feel like they have a dynamic story that kind of line up with the two that, that you just shared with us, how do they go about sharing their own story? So you are so right. We'd love to hear from your listeners. So there's a couple of ways that they can get in contact with us. Uh, they can tweet us at at nm underscore news. That is at nm underscore news and tell us if they're a woman with a plan and we'll get back to them. They can also email us at our at media relations at northwesternmutual.com and we'll be in touch. So a couple of ways that they can reach out to us. They can tweet um, and there's a regular feed on that tweet line at the at nm news at nm underscore news. It's very hard to read tweet addresses. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, know. I'm learning. <laughs> awesome. Or that's email fabulous. us again. Perfect. Yes. So again, that's at NM underscore news to to tweet out uh, and they'll Mm -hmm. get back to you. And also email again at media relations at northwesternmutual.com. So thank you for that shout out. And you're a woman with a plan. I know that to be true. Um, You put yourself in the same category, correct? Talk a little bit about your journey. Sure. Um, so I'll, I'll start with um, the, the reality that I've never had a plan to span my entire life. A little bit about <laughs> what we're saying. You can't plan everything. Uh, so I couldn't imagine at the age of 20 knowing what I'd be interested in at the age of 50. And so instead, I've been open to opportunities for new things to come into my life, and I've created plans consistent with whatever has shown up. So I have a couple examples from my career. My first career was in chemistry. So I a, a have a doctorate in chemistry. I married a chemist, um, which we thought was pretty cool um, because it was easy to support each other as we worked through our, our doctorates and entered the, the working uh, field of chemistry. And then after a, couple of, a number of years, about eight years, I was working at a chemical company, my first company I worked at. Um, there was an opportunity to go into an internal process improvement role, a consulting role inside of the same company. And I've always held the view that um, I can do anything for a couple years, and then if that doesn't work, Mm -hmm. I can go back to what I used to be doing. And that, while that may sound not terribly planful, what it does for me is open up new opportunities that I I didn't know would exist if I didn't kind of step into something new. So I stepped into that process improvement role, and one thing led to another, and I then moved into human resources. And then once I was in human resources, I decided I wanted to do some academic research or, you know, to get some academic background in, in HR as well. So I went back to school while working full time and I, and I got a doctorate in human and organizational development. And that's where I focused on the topic of women in power and how women think about and use power in corporations, which um, is a fascinating topic because I was a woman in a corporation thinking about power and thinking I didn't like it and that it wasn't, you know, wasn't who I was back to the getting in the way of my own success saying power is a bad thing. Uh, So I Mm -hmm. I did some research on that to learn more about, about how women think about power. Wow. Joanne, 
You are, you are an inspiration. You know, I do, I do like what you said though, about being able to do something for a couple of years, right? And then mm-hmm. if it's not working out, you, you know, you give yourself permission to fail, you know, Absolutely. which I think is very freeing. Um, because as women, I think we can't, uh, many of us feel like we can't afford to fail, right? There's too many people depending on us. There's too much on yeah. the line. Again, we're mm-hmm. striving for perfection. There's so many things in our way that sometimes we don't open ourselves up to new experiences and change because we feel like we'll fail and there's no margin for error for that. So what I really appreciate about your story, there are many things I appreciate, but I think the fact that you've you allowed yourself to try something new, knowing that if it didn't work, that was okay. And you Mm -hmm. could always revert to something else. And I find that to be really inspirational. So thank you so much for sharing that particular story. Thank you. Thank you. You know, and when you do that, something else always opens up. It may not be what you Uh expected, but I've always found that. Of course you put yourself out there and you just, I don't know. It's like the world, um, responds and reinforces your bravery for doing it. So it's, mm-hmm. it's very empowering. So clearly you're not going to stop here. It's 2015. Um, talk about how Northwestern Mutual continues will continue to drive this initiative this year. Yes. Um, so first, we're in the planning stages for our second year of the Elements of Success study. So we're going to do additional work in this study. And so we're really excited to see what new things we can learn this year around how women think about success. So stay tuned. We'll have those results later this year. And the, um, our hashtag Women with a Plan series that we've already talked about, that's an ongoing effort. So we'll be showcasing the successes of other women throughout 2015. So we can, um, folks can look into that. And we've also created a um, inspire360.com, which we've done in partnership with Forbes. And that's an online resource for women, which features great information and tools. I've contributed some articles. Many other people have contributed articles to the site. And it's a a really interesting way to get a number of different dimensions of thinking about how you work in a company, how women can be successful, et cetera. So I really encourage folks to go to inspire360.com if they want to learn more about that. Oh, fabulous. Well, I wish you much success on the second iteration of this this year. And I also would like to have you go ahead and tell me that you'll come back on the show and give me the results of the second wave of of study results as well when that gets fielded because I would love to have you back. I think listeners would be fascinated to hear what you learned from the second study as well. That will be great. I would love to do that for sure. Thank you very much. I'm going to hold you to it. And I do <laughs> recommend everybody out there, again, go on to inspire360.com as Joe just recommended for those online resources and read all the other great information that you'll find there and follow the hashtag woman with a plan as well um, as those other stories are populated throughout the year. And one more time, if you're a woman with a plan and you've got a great story to share, um, tweet uh, Joe and her team at NM underscore news, uh, feel free to do that or email them directly at relations at northwesternmutual.com. Joe, thank you so very much for taking time today to share the results of the study and the inspirational stories as well. It's very uplifting. Thank you so much, Maria. And thanks to everybody listening today and to George for another great show. Join me right here for another edition of Purse Strings next Tuesday, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. The 
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.